Coming up on 5-Minute News. Video shows Chicago teen wasn't holding gun when executed by police. U.S. expels Russian diplomats, imposes sanctions for hacking. And with layoffs down and spending up, U.S. rebound gains momentum. It's Friday, April 16. I'm Anthony Davis. A 13-year-old Chicago boy appears to have dropped a handgun and begun raising his hands less than a second before a police officer shot and killed him last month. Footage released on Thursday under community pressure shows. A still frame taken from Officer Eric Stillman's jumpy nighttime body camera footage shows that Adam Toledo wasn't holding anything and had his hands at least partially up when Stillman shot him in the chest at around 3am on March 29. Police who were responding to reports of shots fired in the area said the teen had a handgun on him before the shooting and Stillman's footage showed him shining a light on a handgun on the ground near Toledo after he shot him. 19 seconds elapsed from when Stillman exited his squad car to when he executed Toledo, who is Latino. Adina Weiss-Ortiz, an attorney for Toledo's family, told reporters after the footage and other videos were released that they speak for themselves. Adam, during the last second of his life, did not have a gun in his hand. The officer screamed at him, show me your hands. Adam complied, she said. The Chicago Police Department typically doesn't release the names of officers involved in such shootings this early on in an investigation, but Stillman's name, age and race, his 34 and white, were listed in the investigation report COPA released on Thursday. The mayor decried the city's long history of police violence and misconduct, especially in black and brown communities, and said too many young people are left vulnerable to systemic failures that we simply must fix. She also described watching the footage as excruciating. The Biden administration announced on Thursday the US is expelling 10 Russian diplomats and imposing sanctions against dozens of companies and other people, holding the Kremlin accountable for interference in last year's presidential election and the hacking of federal agencies. The sweeping measures are meant to punish Russia for actions that US officials say cut to the core of American democracy and to deter future acts by imposing economic costs on Moscow, including by targeting its ability to borrow money. The sanctions are certain to exacerbate tensions with Russia, which promised a response even as President Joe Biden said the administration could have taken even more punitive measures but chose not to in the interests of maintaining stability. Sanctions against six Russian companies that support the country's cyber efforts represent the first retaliatory measures against the Kremlin for the hack familiarly known as the SolarWinds breach with the US explicitly linking the intrusion to the SVR, a Russian intelligence agency. The US also announced, as part of the same executive order, sanctions on 32 individuals and entities accused of attempting to interfere in last year's presidential election, including by spreading disinformation. 
U.S. officials alleged in a declassified report last month that Russian President Vladimir Putin authorized influence operations to help Donald Trump in his unsuccessful bid for re-election as president. The actions, foreshadowed by the administration for weeks, signal a harder line against Putin, who Trump was reluctant to criticize even as his administration pursued the optics of sanctions against Moscow. A much-awaited economic boom coming off the pandemic recession appeared to edge closer to reality on Thursday, with fresh data showing the pace of US layoffs dwindling, consumers spending freely and manufacturing rebounding. The latest barometers point to a US economy that's steadily regaining its health as vaccinations accelerate, business curbs are lifted in many states, and more people are willing to travel, shop, eat out, and otherwise resume their spending habits. Though many Americans who have lost jobs or income are still suffering, hopes are rising that the benefits of the recovery will spread further in the coming months to groups of people who have yet to benefit. The number of Americans applying for unemployment benefits tumbled last week to 576,000, the Labour Department said on Thursday, a post-COVID low and a sign that layoffs are easing. And sales at retail stores and restaurants jumped 9.8% in March, the biggest gain since last May, when the economy first started to rebound from the virus's initial blow. With US household savings high, economists are optimistic that the faster spending is sustainable. A total of 16.9 million people are continuing to collect unemployment benefits, down from 18.2 million in the previous week. That decline suggests that some of the unemployed are being called back to jobs, but the large number of ongoing recipients also points to the harsh impact of the pandemic on tens of millions of households. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news. Daily. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.